Hi, oh, there you are. So glad you're here. Tuesday, January the 9th. Here's what we're working on this morning. A Six Nations man was shot and killed on Sunday following the Bills game in Miami. A condemned house in Hamilton's East End has finally been demolished. And actor William Defoe's long and illustrious career is now cemented in Hollywood history. <laughs> Good reaction. <laughs>
Okay, thanks very much. Well, a fire that started in a shed caused a multi-alarm fire in central Hamilton. It started just after four yesterday afternoon near Robert Street and West Avenue. Flames at the back of a home on West Avenue had spread to a two-and-a-half-story building with four apartments on Robert Street. Extra crews were brought in to keep the fire from spreading to other homes. Everybody got out safely, but five people have now been displaced. The fire department suspects a problem with a heater in the shed could be the cause. Damage is set at about $300,000. Well, many rural farmers in Hamilton are concerned they could be charged thousands of dollars as the city is set to begin charging all residents a new stormwater fee next year. So the new system, which is set to start in September of 2025, means the average household will pay around $150 for this new fee. That money will go towards helping the city cover an estimated $54 million needed to better manage stormwater. But that fee varies depending on how many impervious services are on the land that direct rainwater to the the sewers. Now, under the city's proposal, farms will be charged using the same system as big box stores that have massive paved parking lots. The move is to help deal with the rising cost of flooding. But some farmers say they contribute very little to this problem. I don't understand how they can charge farmers or any rural properties with water coming off of their roofs. We don't have any sort of sewer system, so how does that affect us? So the city is looking to rework some of the system and introduce a new a rebate program so farmers who don't contribute to the stormwater system can lessen their fee. Meanwhile, rural Hamiltonians are planning a community meeting at the Ancaster Fairgrounds this Thursday to voice their concerns. City of Hamilton has launched a new way to improve emergency response times in farm fields. Under the Farm 911 project, parcels of farmland that don't have a municipal address will be given a unique number. Those numbers will help emergency responders identify the property more quickly during critical situations. The goal is to ensure that the properties um, are assigned an emergency access number or a Farm 911 number. This will include the provision of a red and white um, a number sign, which will be installed at the driveway entrance to the fields. And this will differentiate them from the green and white signs that people are used to seeing in the rural area. It will allow, allow emergency responders to know that they're um, responding to an incident on a vacant field, and it'll help them locate the property more quickly. Program is voluntary and it's free to get a number. This is inspired by a tragic accident involving a young girl on a family farm in eastern Ontario. To enroll, just visit the City of Hamilton's website. And the Hamilton Fire Department has a warning for anyone with a barn on their property. They say the leading cause of barn fires is a faulty electrical system. Corrosive environments can cause systems to degrade and they should be regularly inspected by a licensed electrician. They recommend checking the location of heat lamps, making sure wiring isn't damaged, and cleaning dust and cobwebs from electrical outlets. Well, a closure in St. Catharines to tell you about. The Welland Canal Bridge at Glendale Avenue is going to be closed to all traffic from 9 this morning until 4 this afternoon for maintenance work that's being done for a second day. Drivers and pedestrians are asked to avoid the area during this scheduled closure. The bridge is expected to fully reopen tonight. All right, sports line time and big news from Leafland as they return home from a successful road trip as they have locked up another one of their core four as William Nylander 
has signed the largest contract in Maple Leafs history. The Leafs and Willie have agreed on an eight-year, $92 million contract extension. And despite Austin Matthews making more money a year, in terms of total value, it is the richest deal in Leaf history. Nylander, who was set to be a free agent at the end of the season, forced the Leafs' hand with his amazing play through 37 games. 27-year-old leads the team in points with 54, including 21 goals, which is tied for fifth best in the league. Already in his eighth season with the club, the eighth pick overall back in 2014 has a no-trade clause including in this deal, meaning he will be a Maple Leaf for a long, long time. Lots more thoughts on this coming up in Sportsline. But Willie Stiles and the Leafs are back on the ice today when they return home from that 3-0 West Coast trip by hosting the team they just beat on Saturday, the woeful San Jose Sharks. It was Nylander who had two goals and a helper in the 4-1 win. The Sharks, they have dropped 11 straights. Bit of a surprise from the Brantford Bulldogs, despite sitting second in the Eastern Conference. The Dogs made a splash in the trade market by shipping their prized defenseman Jorian Donovan to Saginaw for eight draft picks. Donovan selected in the fifth round by the Senators in the 2022 draft. Just got back from playing for Canada at the World Juniors. 19-year-old Blue Liner scored 24 goals, 71 assists, and 152 games for the Dogs. The trade deadline in the OHL is tomorrow at noon. There's Jeff Holmgren. Alexander, count it. Yeah, on the hard court, Hamilton, Shea, Gilgis, Alexander, and his OKC Thunder. Back on court in D.C. to face the Wizards, trying to snap a mini two-game slide. And who else but SGA was leading the way with his steady Eddie play, scoring over 30 points for the 26th time this season, which is tops in the league. Also dishing it to Chet Holgren, who had 31. Shea finished with 32 in the 136-128 win. They're in Miami tomorrow. Raptors in L.A. to face LeBron and the Lakers tonight. Donovan Edwards, who scored the touchdown in the first possession, back in the game, and he's loose again! Edwards, off and running! Welcome back, Donovan Edwards! Yeah, we finished in Houston for the college football national title. It was all Michigan over the previously undefeated Washington Huskies. The Wolverines used a dominant running attack with Donovan Edwards running in two touchdowns. They had over 300 yards on the ground. Michigan, they steamroll Washington 34-13 to win their first national title since 1997, given coach Jim Harbaugh, his first title in nine years as coach of Big Blue. Expect him to jump to the NFL with a number of openings in the coaching ranks. Way we go into this Tuesday morning. 610 is the time. Quick check on traffic because I got a lot to talk about in the forecast. So here's the 403 and water down road. Again, nothing to see there. MTO traffic cameras will uh, just bring you around the horseshoe briefly. Uh, Welland and St. Catharines looks good. That camera's gone for some reason. QED uh, in the 403 junction. Nothing there. Oh, we're having fun with cameras today. Here's the QEW at Cooksville Creek. Well, we'll, we'll start search. We'll put on a search party for some of those cameras. All right, let's get right to our forecast because this is where uh, we're going to take our time here today and talk about what's going on. So temperature right now zero. We have an east-northeast wind at 17 kilometers an hour. Uh, we have a very cloudy sky, uh, no clear breaks at all. Uh, air quality for the day today in the low risk category. Just like to mention that for school today, it's going to be a messy day. Snow changing over to rain later on. That rain could be heavy at times in the afternoon. We'll climb to two degrees and it's going to be cloudy and windy today as well. Now, here's what here's where the precipitation is now. This is a, a six hour loop. As you can see, the precipitation just getting into the horseshoe right now, a little bit of 
drizzle, a little bit of rain to start, but then that's it's going to cycle into snow and then look at the heavy downpours we'll get. Those are the brighter colors pushing through southern Ontario. So it'll go from snow this morning. Not a lot, two to four centimeters, maybe five to ten for Halton Peel, Toronto. But that low pressure system is going to push all that precipitation across us during the day today, tonight, into tomorrow, some flurries. And then another low is going to go by us on Thursday, bring us a little blast of snow again. But today, uh, two to four for Niagara, Hamilton, five to 10 for Halton Peel, Toronto. Temperatures anywhere from one to two degrees to three and four. Uh, tonight, temperatures actually go up to four and three for Niagara, two degrees, they stay there. But the rain this afternoon, 10 to 20 millimeters, cycles into rain tonight, sticking around 10 to 15 millimeters overnight tonight. And then tomorrow, we get the flurry activity as the temperatures fall during the day. So it'll be plus one to zero to minus one for the day tomorrow after a couple of well mild today and mild again overnight tonight. So stepping out the door ninth morning of uh, January. It is cloudy. The winds are still fairly light, but they will pick up as the day goes on and the temperature right now is sitting at zero long range in a few minutes. Annette, Tim. Mm. With that rain, we might be seeing that grass tomorrow on that front lawn. Oh, look who it is. Hello, Emily. Hello. Hi, everybody. What you got? Well, Kevin Hart, funny man Kevin Hart, has a new Netflix movie out that's debuting this weekend. And Prince, Purple Rain, might be coming to Broadway. We'll talk about that. Oh. Oh, you know what? That would be a really good one to put Agreed. on Broadway. Agreed. Just like the yeah. movie? The oh. movie's 40 years old. It's yeah. horrible. And it's awful. <laughs> oh. It is. Have you Never not seen it? I have. It. I have. I was just, you know, But it would be opinion. good to put it on stage. Agreed. <laughs> to make so up for the movie. And make it yeah, better. It is so musical, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. See you in the couch in a little bit. I'll be there. Coming up after the break. There may be some good news at the pumps this year. We'll tell you why. Coming up on 616 on your Tuesday, here's some numbers for you. Canadian dollar is down five basis points this morning, sitting at 74.87 cents US. Gold up almost 10 bucks, 2043.40. Crude oil up a buck 42.72.19 a barrel. More on gas prices in a second. Off to Europe we go. Hey, Europe, markets are up in London, down in Paris and Frankfurt. In Asia, the markets were up today in Tokyo and Shanghai, down in Hong Kong. Checking North American markets, the TSX gained uh, triple digits. The Dow was up 217, and the Nasdaq also up 320 points. Well, good morning. Glad you're here on this Tuesday. Let's get back to some oil prices, because after two years of soaring energy costs. Analysts say this year, 2024, will be the year of weaker oil prices. We've kind of already seen it. A new report by Deloitte Canada is forecasting the U.S. benchmark West Texas intermediate oil price to average $72 U.S. for the year ahead, more than 7% below last year's average and 29% below 2022. And let's say the lower prices, it does mean Canadian oil producers will likely be cautious this year with their capital spending. But they say consumers should benefit in terms of lower prices for home heating and at the pumps in 2024. 
After the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration ordered all Boeing 737 MAX planes to be inspected following that blown out door on an Alaskan Airlines flight last week, United Airlines has discovered loose door plug bolts on its 737 MAXs. United has now canceled more than 450 flights because of the issue. This is the latest problem for the Boeing aircraft. In 2019, the FAA grounded all 737 MAX aircraft after two crashes killed nearly 350 people. That was over an automatic pilot system. It took 20 months before regulators were satisfied that the planes were safe to fly. OpenAI is pushing back against a New York Times lawsuit alleging the artificial intelligence service violated copyright law by using Times journalism to train its systems. So in a blog post yesterday, OpenAI says the suit is without merit. New York Times sued OpenAI and its business partner and investor Microsoft for copyright infringement last month. Time says the company illegally copied millions of articles to train ChatGPT. OpenAI reiterated its claim that training AI systems with what it called publicly available internet material is covered by fair use protections under copyright law. Now, in its complaint, the Times said... There's nothing transformative about using its content without payment to create products that undercut the times and steal audiences. A third proposed class action lawsuit has been filed over salmonella-tainted cantaloupes. This one is in British Columbia. The outbreak's been linked to seven deaths in Canada and more than 160 lab-confirmed cases of the bacteria in eight provinces. The suit names Mexican company Malakita, which grew the cantaloupes, and two American food companies. A law firm filed a similar suit last month in Quebec on behalf of a Montreal man who was hospitalized with salmonella. And an Ontario-based law firm has also filed a proposed class action lawsuit in Manitoba. Well, this is big. Tiger Woods and Nike have reached the 19th green. Yeah, on Monday, the legendary golfer announced he has ended his partnership with the athletic brand. On social media, Woods wrote that he was fortunate to work with Nike for 27 years, adding, quote, there will certainly be another chapter. Nike responded saying, quote, it was a hell of a round, Tiger, so far. No word on where Woods next partnership may come from. Well, ever wish you were an Oscar Mayer wiener? Maybe now you could drive one. Oscar Mayer is hiring a dozen hot doggers for what it describes as a rare and coveted job. Those interested in getting behind the wheel of a 27-foot-long hot dog on wheels can apply on the Oscar Mayer website until the end of the month. This is a full-time job for a year. Drivers will visit more than 20. Uh, states in the U.S. The base salary is just over $35,000. There's a weekly allowance of $150, 18 days of paid time off, full health benefits, which in the states is huge, mm. and you also get all of your hotel expenses covered. Health benefits important if you're eating hot dogs all the time, too. Yes. Maybe if you're driving one, you would. <laughs> I remember seeing one in a Disney parking lot last year, and it was just like, I'm like, stop everything. I got to run over and see this. Thing. Good. Uh, Brian's busy today. Lots going on yes. from Mother Nature. There's a system moving in. We well, got one cancellation, Halton Zone 3. More on that and what to expect after this. Everyone would be in love with me.
624 is the time right on the button here on this Tuesday, the 9th of January. Not a lot to see in traffic this morning, which is good. QEW Mountain, St. Catharines, Niagara area, fine. Top of the Skyway all the way through Bronte into Sheridan as you go through Mississauga on the QEW. We'll check into the 403 going through Mississauga. Nothing there at Winston Churchill. Check some of the temperatures that we have at the moment. So temperature in Hamilton is sitting right on the freezing mark, so we could get some snow, but it's above zero for Grimsby, Mississauga, Toronto, one, two and three degrees. So seasonals overnight low minus nine. So we're mild and minus two for the daytime high sun times and records for the day today for school today could be some snow flurry activity and zero for the first bell this morning and then after school it's going to be rain and that rain could be heavy with a, a temperature of two degrees. So that's where we're going today. Two to five centimeters for Hamilton. Halton Peel Toronto could get five to ten centimeters. That is possible and then the rain settles in and it could be 10 to 20 millimeters of rain today. Tonight's temperature stays at two, another 10 to 15 millimeters. Tomorrow uh, we'll have the showers tapering off to flurries because the temperature falls to zero. Zero again Thursday, a bit more snow in the forecast. Friday cloudy, minus column zero on Saturday. But then look what happens as we get into Sunday and Monday. It gets cold. Highs only minus six for both Sunday and Monday. That's your forecast. Okay, good stuff. Thanks, Brian. Uh, let's go to Vegas where it's a little bit warmer because CES, previously known as the Consumer Electronics Show, has uh, kicked off in Vegas. Here are some of the uh, shiny new toys tech companies are going to be showing off. Hey, Bowley. Follow me to the study. I got to make a video call. Oh, hi, Pedro. Termine de trabajar y que descanses. Muchas gracias por tu esfuerzo. Hey, Bowley. Let's work out. Today is upper body day. Great, start now. So that's Samsung's Bali, an older robot with new AI upgrades and a built-in projector. The prototype is no bigger than a soccer ball and is gonna be able to learn the layout of your house. It will come you when you call it and follow you around. Bali can also control your smart household appliances and switch the lights on and off. Samsung's Ultra introduced an 8K projector. They say is a world first. It can display an image up to 150 inches and feature wireless transmission of ultra high definition images. And tomorrow, mm -hmm. tech expert Mark Saltzman is going to join us live from CES with some of his favorite new finds. Mm -hmm. Always like talking to Mark because he's uh, he gets so excited about all this nerdy, yes. nerdy stuff. <laughs> I want his take on Bali. I don't know if I'm a Bali fan. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, the thing falling. It's like what's it's following the... you around. Why did you do that? Why didn't you pick up your underwear, Tim? <laughs> now, if it's picking up my underwear, Maybe. I'd be down for Bali. All right, now we can be talking. Okay, uh, we got an active weather day. We got a little... depends on where you are is what you're getting. Uh, we'll recap it for you coming up in a couple minutes.